0: Hive Hoops. I'm Joshua Balta. We are back at it in Hornets Landia. Charlotte Hornets basketball is back and it's back better than it's been in a really long time. Charlotte Hornets return from the All-Star break coming off of a three-game winning streak and extend that to four with a win over the Utah Jazz, 115- to 107 it is the first time that the charlotte hornets have won in salt lake city since the george w bush administration yes you got that right the charlotte bobcats were the last they were still a thing the last time the charlotte hornets won in the state of utah i guys enjoy it just enjoy it and Hey, let's get a little kinky and let let's get a little crazy with it, okay? What ah? We'll get into that. We'll get into that. But the Charlotte Hornets, some of the questions coming out of the All Star break for me personally, and I and I'm sure that many of you thought this as well. So I had a had quite a few questions, but one of them was okay we won three I know it's different my eyes are telling me it's different this is a different kind of basketball the defense has vastly improved the basketball IQ has vastly improved the ball movement improvement just you have grown-ups you have veteran guys um it just it it, it looks different but still there is that component where I was asking myself, okay, it was just three games. The guys literally came in and just played basketball, right? They they really didn't have time to learn sets. They really didn't have time to learn coverages. But I mean, at the same time, these are veteran players. They pick up on this stuff. Everybody in the NBA is running roughly the same kind of stuff. You just may use different terminology. There may be a difference here or there, but I mean, even so, they had just gotten here. So it's almost like they just rolled the basketball out and was like, hey, go play, go show us what you got. And so there was this aspect of it where I was wondering, and I'm sure many of you were as well, is this just, you know, a newness? The guys are just kind of, you know, playing off a of feel. And once they get back from the All-Star break, is that – going to kind of wear off are they going to be you know maybe that was just a hey we arrived let's go out here we got a chip on our shoulder we were traded we weren't playing a lot uh at our previous uh with our previous team or you know maybe they felt slighted by their previous team like the grant williams you know, saga, which just continues. You hear stuff out of Dallas continuously about Grant Williams, and we're not getting a sniff of that here in Charlotte. We love him immediately. Fan favorite. Um, but you're just wondering if that was just kind of like a fluky 3-0 and start for the new guys, and they come back from the All-Star break on the road against a Utah Jazz team, which – You know, they started the season off pretty rough, um, but they started to come on, you know, right there in January. Uh, They really kind of took off and went on a winning streak and and reinserted themselves into that play-in conversation in the Western Conference. But the Charlotte Hornets, they go into Utah. And it was a close game throughout the third quarter. Utah really started to, you know, assert themselves, especially on the on the glass. They were out rebounding the Hornets. Um, Their ninth overall pick, Taylor uh, Hendricks, was having one of the best games of his NBA career. I mean, you're talking about a guy who really hasn't shown much uh, for a top 10 pick. In a loaded draft. Um, Keontae George has actually been their bright spot amongst their rookies all season long. Two 30-point games. Um, you know, he's he's in that all in, uh, you know, the all rookie team conversation. Uh, he's been really good. And so a lot of people forget about, about Hendricks, and he's been playing at, uh, not great. But then last night, he has one of his best games. Bryce Sensabaugh, you know, hits a huge three at the end of the third quarter. And the Utah Jazz look like they're going to overcome this new version of the Charlotte Hornets. They head into the fourth quarter with a five-point lead, and the Charlotte Hornets rip that lead back. And Davi Bertans hits a three to give the Hornets the lead in the fourth quarter, He hyperextends his knee in the process. He has to leave. We'll hear more information from him later on. But then Grant Williams scores eight straight, including two threes, which just extends the Charlotte Hornets lead. Uh, Seth Curry hits a big jumper. And Miles Bridges, uh, you know, he hits a three. He drives, uh, hits a tough layup with his left. Uh, Clarkson was down. Kind of showed Markinen was guarding him. He goes up with the left, finishes, you know, pretty tough layup. And the Charlotte Hornets, despite Michich, couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat last night. I mean, he he, he was nickel and diming. Good passes, you know, savvy vet presence. But the dude just could not hit anything. And despite that, The Charlotte Hornets still go into Utah and get the win. Guys, this is – I don't know. It's just different. And the basketball IQ, I know everybody's saying this. The coaching staff, you hear Steve Clifford say this. You've heard it from the broadcast crew uh, that – they kind of like switched up the broadcast crew there in the second quarter last night and I was tripping I was like that's not Dell that's not Dell's voice what is going on here and <laughs> so they had me going back and forth I was like what that's that's not Dell um but they were talking about it on the broadcast crew uh people online in group chats it's just Vastly, vastly different, and the Charlotte Hornets are now fourteen and forty-one. I wish that those were reversed. Uh, if the Charlotte Hornets had made this trade a month earlier, um, play-in would definitely be on the table. It seems at this point. I mean, if you had this for an additional thirteen games, um, I mean, goodness, it's it's night and day just night and day what this charlotte hornets team is now compared to what they were pre nba trade deadline and it's fun the fan base is buzzing i i don't know if there's ever been a team that is 14 and 41 and the fan base be this excited i, I like i really don't like it's crazy but we have 27 games remaining this season, and this fan base is locked in. I was getting messages all day yesterday. I can't wait. I cannot wait until tonight. I can't wait to see – because I, I I think many had that same question. Like, they, they know it's different, but they're just wondering, okay, when's the drop-off coming? When's Grant Williams going to lay a stinker? When is – you know, Trey man, going to look like a guy who was at the end of a bench, right? When is Michich going to look like a guy that was at the end of the bench? Same with Berton, same with Curry. Like, when are these guys going to come back down to earth and not be able to make that difference between a win and a loss? But to Charlotte Hornets, just this new version. This is a good basketball team. It's it's a really good basketball team. They move the ball offensively. They play much better defensively. On ball, in help, healthy Cody Martin will do that for you. Trey Mann has some uh, on ball uh, defensive skills. Even, I mean, Miles Bridges and Brandon Miller look better on that end. Uh, Nick Richards still looking some, but, I mean, he kind of figured it out later on in the game, which, you know, at that point we went small. And so you got Grant Williams at the five. Grant Williams at the five is a thing of beauty. It just is. Being able to go five out. Steve Clifford has stated this numerous times. But being able to go five out is game-changing because it opens up everything. Now Miles Bridges can drive, right? Now Michich can get in the lane and hopefully find those passes next game because that shot, that it just wasn't falling. And, I mean, he couldn't even hit his free throws at the end. It seemed like Utah's fans uh, won something at the end. They went crazy. They were down eight, I believe, and went crazy with, like, 15 seconds to go. So they must have won free wings or, you know, another wife or something. I don't know what they won, But the Charlotte Hornets are back. They're back. I, I I know there are some other questions lingering. What will this team look like? once a healthy lamelo ball returns and i don't know i don't know i th- i think that's it it's weird because the ceiling is higher but there's also a worry right there's also a worry with lamelo ball coming back because this team's playing so good as a unit right there's no one person that's just torching the other team going for 30 35 40 points like, nobody's doing that. It is a, it is an effort across the board. Like, Brandon Miller's not having to go out there and drop 30 every night for us to even be competitive, which we weren't competitive even when he was doing that. Miles Bridges doesn't have to go for 40 for us to be competitive, which sometimes when he was doing that, we weren't even being competitive again. But you have Grant Williams dropping 24, okay? You, ha- you have Trey Mann scoring, rebounding, assisting. Playing good on ball defense. Okay. You have Seth Curry coming off the bench and getting you some buckets. You have Bertons. Well, we had we had him. We'll see what, you know, the diagnosis is coming out. But you have Bertans coming in and hitting huge shots for the Hornets. And you have Michich, who, you know, down the stretch, even though he wasn't hitting, he wasn't taking bad shots. He wasn't taking bad shots. They were there. It's not like he was airballing or the, the, you know, he was off to the left or the right. He just was a little short. It looked like he looked like his legs weren't quite underneath him. He was just short on all of his shots, right? But I mean, even still, like he was finding guys. Um, it's this team is just working so well as a unit. The question once a LaMelo ball comes back in is how is he going to, you know, fit into that? And the ceiling's higher, definitely. But then also trying to rewire this team and figure it out on the fly once you know your franchise player is reinserted into the lineup. I, I mean, that's a that's a legitimate question at this time for a team that's playing this well, because Lamelo, he's not going to have to play the way that he has m- many times and on the team previous, right on the on the. Previous version of the Charlotte Hornets, he's not going to have to play that way. He's not going to have have to take these one-footed threes. Not that he had to take those before either. I mean, it was frustrating people before. But, like, he's not going to have to shoot 20, 25 times a game. Like, he can go back to being a facilitator while also looking for his own shot. Okay? He's one of the best spot-up shooters in the league. Okay, and he has guys who can find him. He's got Brandon Miller out there. He's got Meechich who will be playing alongside. He's got Trey Mann who can find him. He's got Miles Bridges, Cody Martin. Those guys, I mean, they have passing abilities, all right? And things are just going to open up for him. And then when when the Hornets go small ball five with Grant Williams at the five and the lane is open for LaMelo to drive – and kick to drive and the lanes are there and he doesn't have some big he's trying to finish over? I mean, the ceiling is higher, but on the opposite side of that, how is he going to fit into a unit that's been and looked so cohesive to this point? That's a big question. I mean, it is. And uh, his defensive capabilities, I've said it multiple times on this pod, he is instinctual. He wants to read the, pa- the, you know, he wants to read where the next pass is going to be. He wants to jump those passing lanes. But what oftentimes it does is it sends the team into scramble mode. And we'll know pretty early on. I mean, the Charlotte Hornets have been holding their comp- their opponents under 110 points in each of these games, actually under 107. Okay. It's been 106, 99, 102, 107. I mean, this is a light year's difference from the 120 125 130 performances from opponents on this on the on the previous version of the Charlotte Hornets. I mean, it's night and day. Night and day. And it's fun, but that's a question. That's something to look for down the stretch because LaMelo Ball should be returning soon. I I I I thought he would come back last night. Um coming off the break, I mean, I get it. Guys go on vacation. They get out of the gym. That's what they've been doing all year long. And so go clear your mind, all of that. So the fact that he didn't come back last night, I I guess I get it. But at the same time, I kind of thought he would. Uh, he didn't. That's fine. Um, But hopefully, I I think that's where everybody's at now. Like you see this team is vastly improved. But now you want to see it with your franchise player in the rotation. That nine-man rotation becoming a 10-man rotation, maybe a nine-man rotation with Berton's going out, which is fine. Okay. I think LaMelo can play alongside Cody Martin. I think that was one of those lineups that people wanted to see even prior to the season when we were all hoping that Cody Martin would be healthy, be 100% himself, um, we were hoping to see that backcourt lineup of Lamelo and Cody Martin because we knew that Cody Martin could give you those defensive, you know, um, attributes this that this team needed desperately. But also, I think that now you can see Lamelo playing alongside Trey Mann. I think that's possible. I think Lamelo playing alongside Meechich is probably the less and the least likely just because that defensive backcourt just kind of sounds not great. Um, and so I think Micic alternating with LaMelo's minutes right there, I think that's what you want. Um, but, I mean, man, the, the ceiling is much higher with LaMelo. And I think that's where we're all at. We just want to see what this team looks like with its franchise player alongside this new, vastly improved version of the Charlotte Hornets. And, you know, we're having fun and we're loving seeing what we have. But I think there's this just question mark inside of everybody. We all know that this team should be elevated with a healthy LaMelo ball coming back. But then we're also kind of like, (laughs) okay, like we're playing really well. Is he just going to come back in and just kind of play the way that he did sometimes where he knew he had to go and get 30 or this team had no chance of winning? Um, I I mean, let's see. And I think that's where we're at. I think that's where we're at because we know what the ceiling can be. But we're a little nervous to kind of see if it might, you know, throw a wrench into things as well. But, hey, it's fun. (laughs) Hey, the Charlotte Hornets, it's still February. It's still February. The Charlotte Hornets are only 10 games back of the 10 seed. Still have a couple games of it uh, against Atlanta where you could really gain on them quickly. All right. Um, crazier things have happened. Okay. Crazier things have happened. And if the Charlotte Hornets continue and they take this a game at a time and they just walk down their opponents, things could get fun, guys. We could be playing some meaningful basketball down the stretch of March and into early april it's it, it it sounds crazy um 27 games left you probably need to pull out like 21 22 of those can the hornets go like 23 and 5 down this you know post all-star break i don't know probably not <laughs> there are some tough games on the schedule you got back uh you know back to back games against the bucks you got the warriors uh you know twice down the stretch who you know they're trying to you know solidify their playoff you know chances and different things and so y- you got some good teams uh <laughs> i don't know i mean just just have fun um i was into it last night and i you know I don't, the rest you know started to insert themselves into that game, it felt a little one-sided. I guess Utah fans wouldn't think that when they got called for the moving screen, marking and knocked down a three. I think it was Sexton who, you know, was called for an illegal screen. So they probably wouldn't say that. They probably, no, 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 we had calls against us too, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, your coach should have gotten a technical. He was cussing in in the face of a referee, and then you had Clarkson over there hopping and doing all of his stuff. Uh, Clarkson also held on to the rim and you know the Charlotte Hornets have been called for that in recent days uh, or in recent games not recent days we've been off for a while but you know in recent games and it's just I don't know um, they still overcame that and then Grant Williams this will be the last thing Grant Williams just continues to say all of the right things he he Grant Williams will be the leader of this team moving forward he is the grown-up in the room I mean, you have multiple grown-ups in the room now, but Grant Williams is really taking on that role. You know, he's saying all of the right things. He's loving being here. Even on a team, he went from one of the best teams in the league to one of the worst teams in the league. But his fingerprints are all over this team. They're all over this team. And he player of the game, uh, I don't think he grabbed a single rebound, which – it's kind of crazy. But the way he spaced the floor, 24 points at six threes, um, is just incredible. Um, and he's the vocal leader, and he's the guy that's saying all of the right things. He is your defensive captain. And the Charlotte Hornets are fun again. And I, the, you just see it across the fan base. And it's a lovely thing to see. Enjoy this. I can't wait for more charlotte hornets basketball i mean this is what we got and it's going to be a fun down the stretch playoffs or no playoffs probably no playoffs right i mean we're all kind of joking about it and different things but hey charlotte hornets pull off some of these wins against some of these upper echelon teams this week and uh into early next week people are gonna start like 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 the jokes are gonna start becoming you know there's a little truth behind every joke they still haven't lost With this new iteration of the Hornets. It's fun, guys. Keep enjoying it. Loving what I'm seeing. Hive hoops. Thanks for listening to another episode. Until next time, audios.